In this episode of Man vs. Marriage, a question. Do you love your relationship? The podcast. How good do you want your life to be? It's truly about becoming the best version of yourself that's possible. This is Man vs. Marriage. The podcast. In this episode of Man vs. Ah, crap, I screwed that up. Let's keep it anyway. Welcome back to another episode of Man vs. Marriage. It is I, the cute dog in the Moran family studio with my wife, Jeannie. Hello. Hello. And producer, Ashley. We have no microphone for you, so you can't say hi. Here you go. Nah, it's all good. Oh, see, there you go. Now it's all good. I, I gave her my mic and she used it. Yeah, I screwed that up. I don't know what happened, but uh, it was just a momentary blip, but it happened. Anyway, today... Do you love your relationship? So when I talked to Jeannie about this episode, she looked at me confused, like, what does that mean? So we talked about it, and then we decided that we would actually do a raw discussion about it, and this will be like the preview of some shows that we can do uh, talking about do you love your relationship. And I've got some concepts behind this that I haven't fully fleshed out, but it's just some perspective on looking at your relationship and what does it look like and do you love it? So I'm going to go back to this quote and I think I'm just going to say it every single podcast that I remember because it, it's, it's one of those quotes that made uh, an impact on my life. And it's, if you're not working on your marriage, you are working on your divorce. I want to continue to say that. We have new downloads every day. That means that it's likely people didn't start at one and go all the way to 100 or wherever we are at this point. So if I continue to promote this idea, it is not an original quote by Quincy Moran, but it is a quote that Quincy Moran has taken very seriously. And I put it out there, then it's something that you will now hear and hopefully it will begin to transform your idea about your marriage. So do you love your relationship? I'm going to float out a couple of concepts, and then we will make a show to flesh these ideas out. Number one, when it comes to communication, do you love your relationship? Now, before, honey, can you say that you loved our relationship before, you know, 10 years ago with the way we used to communicate? We didn't communicate, so no. Okay. Well, I mean, that's a plus. You love communicating, and now we're doing it more. I talk a lot, but we weren't talking at all. <laughs> yeah. There were some things that really sucked in the beginning, but I think those things just... It was called life. <laughs> that's, that's what it was. It was called life. It And, you know, listening to some of the psychology on marriage, you are in this blissful state of somewhat denial for the first two years of your relationship. There are things that you just cannot see. Everybody else can see them, but you can't see them. And when that particular euphoric state wears off, things change. I think we see them, but we want to keep the euphoric state of the other person in motion. So you're kind of like, mm, I'm not going to touch that just yet. I'm not going to show you this. <laughs> I'm going to hide this card. A bedroom full of papers everywhere. <laughs> and Quincy's like, <gasps> but, but you didn't say anything for a little while. I could go back to those conversations, but they would not be productive. And no, we, but we in the very beginning, we didn't talk about it. We just closed the door and ignored it because 
you know, we were happy and we were still enjoying the beginning stages <laughs> of marriage. But yeah, with that, uh huh. So, do you love your relationship relative to your communication, like just talking, talking about your wants, talking about your needs, even in in some cases talking about where you're disappointed, um, talking about your future, about your hopes, about your dreams, about what you want to become, and your relationship as a whole. Communication is just one piece of the pie. Um, what about your relationship routines? This is something that I don't think we knew mattered until you brought it up on a podcast, which the part I'm talking about is whenever I came home, what did I do to make you feel special? What was the routine? I did things on purpose that made you that made you feel special, that mattered to you. So what's your routine when you leave the house? What's your routine when you come home? And do you love that part about leaving and coming home? And are you doing it on purpose? Um, what about your relationship when it comes to dinners and date nights, the TV you watch, the movies? It actually plays a part. Have you ever, married person, been in this kind of discussion? Okay, so what do you want to eat tonight? I don't know. What do you want to eat tonight? Where do you want to go? I don't know. Where do you want to go? Well, I'm not the one with dietary issues. What do you want to eat? Because you're the one who has to pick based on what you can and can't have. Yeah. So that kind of sucked. And I Yeah, it kind of did because we always went to the same freaking places. Well, the thing is, too, is that when you leave to go to a restaurant, now the the way your date starts off is an argument about where do you want to go. And it really sets the tone. And it sucks balls. Especially when your wife is craving sushi and you can't have sushi and she's trying really, really hard not to say, I really just want you to sit down and shut up and let me eat my sushi. But no, we're going to go to a steakhouse and have a steak because you have to have a steak. I didn't think this was a dump on Quincy episode, but it's apparently not, you are you, taking it that no, way. No, it's that's the conversations that used to go on in my head and those are the arguments that came out and then that's how our date night went. It's exactly. not that way now because I'm... I'm on limitations now too, but, <laughs> but it's actually easier now because if I say I want sushi, you tell me order sushi and I'll have steak and we're all good. Yeah. Well, you have to, those are things you look at because those could be places of disappointment in your relationship, but it all contributes to your, to the overall relationship. And do you love what you're building? Going into the notes again. What about your romance? Is there enough romance? I want to be more romantic. So I just let you know. Well, that. Rona needs to just shut up so we can have more romance because there's like a whole lot of non, what's the word, spontaneity right now because you can't do nothing without a freaking mask and you can't go anywhere without permission and you can't get babysitters because you can't have new people in the house. And yeah, Rona needs to just suck it. Suck it, Rona. You heard it here first, I'm sure. <laughs> So as it uh, relates to your romance and your relationship, your sex life, your friendship, parenting, finances, health, all these things make up this entity that is your relationship. And can you step back and look and say, I love what we have created. And the reason I'm bringing that up is because I talk to people about our marriage. I know. Surprise, surprise. But what happens is when they hear me talk about you or our relationship, they people will say i hope i find that and i tell them you're never going to find this in a relationship this is something that you have to build it doesn't come as standard equipment 
whenever you get in a relationship, you have to do things on purpose with great intentionality. Whether that's your health, whether it's your sex life, whether it's your driving skills, whatever it is, things just they just don't get better over the course of time without attention. And so I was thinking the other day as I was driving to work, and it's like I, I don't know what I heard that kind of spawned this path of thought for me, but I love, I personally love where our relationship is. I love the relationship we have, and we have spent a total of 20 plus years building it even if it was you know a, a challenge those that first decade I think it is for everybody um, but I love what we've built it's not necessarily that I love each aspect of how we do it because we've still got some big challenges when it comes to how we see finances we're working through that uh, we even have our share of difficulties when it comes to parenting I'm very rigid you're more relaxed in areas and then there's areas where I'm too relaxed and you're more rigid. But that's part of bringing it together. But what I want, the, the point I want to make here is that if you take a step back and look at your relationship as a thing, as an entity, can you look at it and say, dude, I freaking love this? Because I can. I, I can look at that and say, I love what we have, what we have built, the work that we have put in. And it's only through that that you're going to develop your relationship into something that you can love, you can adore, and that you can grow. Because if you're not working on your marriage, you're working on your divorce. So what I did I, you know, in putting this together, um, this is going to be kind of stupid, and I'm sure you'll have all kinds of ideas of why you shouldn't look at your relationship this way, but this is the concept that I am grooming. It is to look at your relationship like a brand. I know that sounds so superficial and so 2020. And it's like, why would you ever do that? Because then it's going to get into comparing. I don't know. Maybe that's my own insecurities. Anyway, look at it like a brand. And then for a moment, pause right there and think of the brands that you support in your life, whether it's Starbucks, Disney, um, Black Rifle Coffee, um, I don't know carnivore this or book writing that these authors these people in crossfit wherever it is there are brands that you support and there's a reason and that reason is a because how they make you feel what they represent and the product that they provide so i'm looking at my relationship in that way and say what does my relationship stand for what is how does my relationship make me feel and yes I understand you cannot always go on feeling for love because the feeling is not there 24 7 it's a commitment you make sometimes you are so mad at your spouse that you only feel frustration and anger and you have to work through that and then what's the product that you are putting out um, and that product is your relationship as a whole and that's why I want you to look at it that way and you could look at something you could look at your relationship and say I really want us to wow was that you cracking your knuckles nope I need to let you talk more um, you can you can look at your relationship and say okay as a brand here's what it looks like I really truly want to improve our communication and then you endeavor to do that on purpose so honey you have the ability to 
bring me back from the clouds. What are your thoughts about do you love your relationship? What did you think when I first started talking to you about it? What? How did it come off? Well, I needed you to define it because do I love my relationship? What? What is that? What are we looking for? Are we talking about, you know, my marriage as a whole? Are we talking about parts and pieces? Because there are some areas in our marriage that I can absolutely wholeheartedly say, yes, I, I love this. I wouldn't change a thing about it. There are other areas where it's like, it's not that I don't love it, but there are moments that I really don't like it. Yeah, that's fair. So I, I had to look at it more, instead of a brand, more like a person. And not, not necessarily like you, but just as a person. If I was to look at our marriage as a person, do I like its attitude all the time? Does it always come off as happy, cheery? No, but I still love it. I don't. I, I know that there's moments that we're like, dude, I can't talk to you right now. But I don't I don't look at our relationship as any less because of that. I don't take it personal anymore when there's a moment that we have friction. Where I used to just cut it off like any other person in my life. Like, dude, I can't, I can't deal with your negativity. I'm there right now. If you're negative, you're done. I, I just don't deal with you anymore. But I don't, I can't do that with a relationship. Oh, you can. Well, I could, but not if I if not if I try to look at it from the perspective of okay, look at it like our kid. I love our kids wholeheartedly. I do not like them sometimes. True. But I will never ever cut them completely off because of that. Of course. It's still a part of me and it's a very important part of me and how much do I value that part of me determines what my response and my reaction to them is going to be. Same with our marriage. Our marriage is the most important relationship I have. Mm -hmm. I may not always like it, right? but I love it enough to take a step back and try to figure out how can I make it better mm -hmm. so that I do like it as much as I love it. Does that make sense? Of course. And that's where I think looking at it as an outside entity um, or even as a brand, I think that's that's m the way my mind works because it it. I don't know. Maybe it helps me put it into business terms, but that's yeah, the way that I process through it. And of course, you work business. You're going to do it differently. But if you can step outside of your relationship and look at it as if it's an outside entity and say, I love this, but I would certainly love it if there was more of this, then you can start to identify those areas that could improve your relationship. And then you can go to your wife and say, I like this, but I would love this. How do you feel about that? And then you can kind of define what your marriage stands for or what level of communication you have. I'm not saying, I, I could actually say this, okay? People can have a great marriage, but their desire to communicate may not be the same level of communication that we have. They may their marriage may be founded on a little more um independence between them. Like they have their own things that mm -hmm. they do, but they still have a great marriage. That's not the way that our marriage is. We're we're more of a we want to be close to each other, more cohesive. We want to be uh more intimate with one another and doing things together. There are marriages that 
Maybe their marriage is good, happy, healthy, and solid, but they're more of an independent couple as to where we're kind of more of a let's do it together type couple. Well, the difference, okay, so then this is just my take on this. The sure. difference between that type of marriage and our type of marriage is the intimacy level. Some people are okay with you do your thing, I'll do my thing. You handle the finances and the kids and the household. I will handle getting the job, providing for everybody. We'll have family vacations. We'll have date night. But there's no it, – it's good. It's not bad. It's It's good. It works for them. But the intimacy level, I think, is very different because for you and I, I get teased all the time because – I will leave you for a night to go someplace with a friend. And it's like, you guys are still texting each other. You're, you still, we call each other to say good night. We check in with each other while we're away from each other. You go on work trips and I don't go to sleep until you call me to say good night. It's just part of our way of life. Mm -hmm. I need that last minute connection to know that you're okay, I'm okay, you love me, I love you. And if anything happens in the next however many hours before we talk again, I will never ever have the regret to say we didn't have that moment. I will never have that regret to say we weren't close enough to take the time out to talk to each other. I, I have friends who just don't need that. Like they can have their, their intimacy is in their bedroom and that's it. You and I don't function that way. Yeah. Yeah. So and it's it's based on what your desire is for the person you're with. Some people are not touchy feely romantic. We are. Right. And I and that's kinda that is exactly you are making my point very well for me. Is that there are, you as a couple should decide and define what makes your relationship. For us our brand or our person as far as the relationship goes, we are, you know, I can't say peas and carrots because I'm allergic to carrots and I hate them. Or peanut butter and jelly. However it is, that is what has become for us. We, I don't even know what this phrase means, but we're as thick as thieves. That sounds, I don't know what that, I don't even know what that means. I thought about this this week. But that, but that particular our particular relationship may it it's it doesn't define what a great marriage is for everybody because there are people that are more independent but we're interdependent with one another as far as how our relationship goes because we just thoroughly enjoy being together with one another i honestly and and this is not a dig on anybody but i honestly believe that the ones that have the separate lives but have a happy marriage are the ones that are worried about when they don't have that person anymore when that person dies i still need to be able to function on my own i need to be able to carry forward and do my own thing and not have to rely on that person it's the people that i know in those relationships it's because they've grown up and the parents have divorced or there's been a death in the family or there's been something to cause that ripple effect where they don't want to have to rely on somebody else. They need to know that they know that I can take care of myself and I'll be fine no matter what. And on the opposite side, there are couples like us where when one dies, the other one is just completely lost because they don't know what to do without that other half. Hmm. I think you and I are kind of somewhere in the middle right now where 
we're very much attached, but we're also learning how to kind of dependently do our own thing without straying too far away from each other. So it's, it's a balance. It's really a game to see how much do I need you? Like when we talked about the, um, my goals for myself and, and the, the bathing suit and me being mad because I was reliant on your opinion of what I had done mm -hmm. to validate what I was doing. I'm not doing this for you. I'm doing this for me. And right. I need to take on that, that ability to say, okay, I'm not dependent on you here. I have to depend on me here. Your input is great and I love it and I appreciate it, but it's not what tells me I'm doing the right thing. Yeah. I, it's it's for me and I need to do this for myself. So I think it's just finding a balance, but you have to, as a couple, you have to define where's the line. Right. What, what do you want and what do I want and how do we make that work so that we can still feel independent and still be very much connected and intimate? That's that's the difference. Yeah, and, and that is... That is precisely why it's important for us to have these conversations as a couple. Because when you look at your relationship as a whole, I, I, I would venture to say that you can always, you know, nitpick your way out of your relationship. But that's not the goal here. The goal is to say, do you love your relationship? And if not, what can you do on purpose to make it better? What can your wife do? on purpose to make it better and to make it more fulfilling. Chances are, you know, at times for us, for Jeannie and I, our experience was it got a little worse before it got better because we had to start digging in and letting go of some things. But if you look at your relationship like I'm challenging you to do now, what parts of the brand you love, what parts of the brand you want to improve, so as an overall relationship you can look at it and say I love this I'm proud of what I've built I'm proud of what I'm doing and I'm I'm I love who we are and it's actually a, it's almost like a sign that you had around this room somewhere which is I love us and we haven't always loved us it's right there with the silly face picture. there it is the silly face picture and that that that's basically what I'm looking at is to say, when you look at your relationship, if you try to take a step back and look at it, do you love your relationship? And I think this is, a, this is like a tipping off point for us to be able to help you identify if you don't, maybe why you should. You can love your relationship where it is and want to make it better. But you have to do it on purpose. You have to be intentional about it. Intentionality. Do you love me deal. the same today that you did 20 years ago? I love you more now. That's exactly how they need to look at their marriage. You can love it where it's at right now, but do you love it the same as you did when you started? Or do you love it more now? Now, how much more will you love it 10 years from now? And you know what? Here's what's, here's what's interesting. I know more of the good and the bad about you, yet I love you more true and um it's taken it's taken a lot of hard work between both of us and a whole lot of ugly but we got there <laughs> right you know and letting and letting things go and uh, being willing to let things go and not take them personal even when it feels so personal so um that's it for this episode i'm challenging you 
Look at your relationship like a brand. Don't hold me to the letter, okay, bro? I know there's all kinds of ways you can pick it apart because I do that myself. But I want you to look at it from that way and say, hey, do I love this? And don't look for somebody to blame, okay? Because that's freaking low class. Look at yourself first and say, what can I do to improve this brand? What responsibility can I take to improve this brand? Um, because ultimately, that's kind of how I look at it. I want my wife to feel loved and adored, and that's my responsibility to find out what makes her feel that way. And I want to look at my relationship that way so that we can build it on purpose. You've got to build it on purpose. And what's, what's the quote? Honey, do you remember the quote? If you're not working on your marriage, you're working on your divorce. Boom. Just like that. Hey, hey, hey. We're not dropping these mics because we don't want to break them, but that's a mic drop moment. No, no, no. No. All right. That's it. Thanks for listening. I am Quincy Moran, a.k.a. The Q-Dog. She is Jeannie. Producer Ashley. And this is Man vs. Marriage. The podcast. How good do you want your life to be? You gotta live on purpose for a purpose. It's truly about becoming the best version of yourself that's possible. This is Man vs. Mary, the podcast.